Welcome to Man Overboard. Fitty ain't nothing but a number, yo. With your host, Language Barrow. Sponsored by the Wolfspack. America's by invitation only men's friendship, support, and networking group. Where the one become many and the many become one. Here they put the man back in human. Hello, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the latest episode of Man Overboard. Fitty ain't nothing but a number. Yo. <laughs> and so the way this thing works is we have a format to the show. Up first, we talk about graduate school and our progress. Then we talk about the dating scene, which for me is pretty scant, so that'll be pretty short. Next, we talk about any business ideals or projects that we're working on. We close it out with some words of wisdom and a little bit of funk music. And that's it. So buckle up and let's get this party started. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Man Overboard Fitty Ain't Nothing But A Number Yo with your host Language Farrell. As per the format of this show, first up is graduate school. So I am currently on course number eight of a 10 course requirement for my MBA. I'm in winter semester or AP2, um, winter semester 2021. And as I referenced in the previous podcast, I knew that accounting was going to be a very tough challenge for me, and it has proven to be such. I'm putting in a lot of hours just to try to stay even. Right now, I'm borderline BC, well, mid-B average. I'm fighting and struggling to keep that B average for accounting. I'm in week four. This is a seven-week series. So we'll have to see how it goes. I just got to really put in the time and focus so I can get through accounting because I don't want to take this course again. Uh, after accounting, I have economics in the spring of 2022, and then after that, I have uh, finance, and that would end my graduate degree. I should graduate sometime in May of 2022, providing uh, the wheels don't fall off and we do as we're, uh, we put in the time necessary to get the grades to get us through this uh, graduate program. Uh, next up, dating. Well, as you know from brief, there's not much going on in the dating thing. I uh, made a made a commitment that I really wasn't going to pursue dating. It wasn't going to be the focus of my time here. Uh, I did a cruise, and I mentioned I was going to go on a cruise, a singles cruise, to see how that was. I kept hearing all this stuff about single cruises for men. So I did a cruise in Europe, off the coast of Italy and Spain, and I must say that the cruise was a uh, a major disappointment. Other than eating, um, there really wasn't too much going on. I, could, I don't know if it was due to COVID or just the nature of cruises in general when you do these single cruises. It actually wasn't even a single cruise. I just had a single berth or Norwegian. And they initially, they had promised that they would have all these events for singles and allow us the opportunity to eat together and mingle. Well, none of that happened. So um, as you would imagine, being on a single cruise, it was just on my own. And the cruise was primarily couples, and uh, it wasn't really a singles cruise. Uh, there was no clubbing or dancing or partying. 
So it was really more like an eat, like an eat and fat fest. Just eat as much as you want and get as fat as you can get. And so I'm pretty sure that unless I do another cruise that's explicitly a singles cruise, I will not be doing any more singles cruises. For all those who, who like single cruises, you can take my place. All right, next up, business. Where are we with the business? There's been no updates. I was trying to, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, I was trying to get a Latin event off the road, off the ground. Supposedly all these people knew all these people who were going to, you know, interested in doing it. And they were going to put me in touch with them. But like I found when it comes to most activities, people spend a lot more time talking than they actually spend doing. So nothing's come up with that. I don't know if that's going to be on hold. We're kind of going into the winter season. And so I really don't know if I'm going to pursue that. I'm just going to keep my options open. If something does happen, then I will be more open, certainly more open to uh, pursuing it. But I'm not going to put a lot of efforts into it right now. I'm going to focus pretty much on uh, trying to finish up my uh, graduate degree program. Travel. Okay, here we go. So the we did the cruise off the coast of Spain, Italy. And then I was also, after I got off that cruise, I was going to take a trip to Portugal, uh, Porto and Lisbon to see if specifically these were uh, the cities that I would, if these would be on this uh, list of cities that I was retired to. Because I kept really hearing so much about Porto and Lisbon as cities of, uh, of places for uh, expats to retire in Europe. So I would say... Porto is beautiful, small, not a lot of stuff to do if you're a single person. Uh, and if you're a married person, then it doesn't really matter where you go because you have a built-in uh, audience or a built-in social network. Lisbon, uh, what can I say about Lisbon? It was, It's pretty, and it is, what they say is true, it is cheap. And a lot of people there do speak English, but I really wasn't taken with Lisbon. Uh, it didn't seem very international, uh, to be honest. Uh, somewhat cosmopolitan, but not much. Now, the big surprise was that I had to spend, after I got off the cruise in Barcelona, I spent the night in Barcelona, and I was really surprised by how international a city Barcelona was and how easy it was to get foods from around the world Um very easily. It really did surprise me. I was also surprised by the number of languages that I heard spoken while walking around Barcelona. Now, Spain was not specifically on my list of places to retire because uh, I had learned just from doing some research and watching YouTube videos. I guess that's become my source of information now that uh, they it's not very easy to get a, um, a visa there to retire. Uh, they kind of make you jump through a bunch of hoops, whereas Portugal, on the other hand, seems very welcoming and embracing of expats living there. Also, the the cost of living in Spain is not as cheap as in Portugal. So again, it wasn't on my list, but ha after having gone to Barcelona, uh, I would definitely have to reconsider and maybe spend some more time in Spain to see if, in fact, um, it's a city that could be a place for me to retire. I did spend time in Madrid, even though Madrid is large and cosmopolitan. 
I didn't really feel any affinity for Madrid. There's quite a bit of stuff to do. People eat out a lot. But uh, I found the city pretty kind of grimy and dirty. <laughs> Maybe that's... Uh, and, and so that was a bit of a surprise. I, um, I didn't really find it as warm, but I did find it... Uh, there was a lot of things to do. But if I had to pick between the two, I would probably lean more towards Barcelona than I would Madrid. Now, I, I probably need to look into Sevilla or Sevilla uh, as... Um, as another possible destination that is fairly close to Portugal. And so the other, the other thing that I might have to consider about uh, cities to look at is the Algarve down in the Algarve region in Portugal, which is along the coast, which is on the border of Spain. So I have to make a trip there and see if that has some potential for a place to retire. And I anticipate that I will be doing further trips back to Europe because I said, I believe very strong that that's a place that at least I want to spend a year after I retire to just travel through Europe. But I think that lifestyle is more conducive of the lifestyle that I want to live uh, than, say, Latin America, even though I have a greater affinity for Latin America, the Spanish culture and the Spanish lifestyle. Now, I've also been recently watching a lot of videos on the Philippines, and it was never really a place um, that I considered either retiring to or traveling to. But I got to say that uh, I follow a specific person on YouTube, uh, uh, a vlogger, uh, Sunshine Shoulders, and it's I, I've been swayed a little at least to visit it. Now, it is on the other side of the world, and it does take quite a bit of, it's a quite a bit of travel from the U.S. to the Philippines. So I don't anticipate that that'll be on my own retirement list a short list of retirement places but you never know until you travel to a place what uh, that place has to offer so we'll just have to see what happens uh, when it's time for me to retire and I think I will put the Philippines at least as a place to visit on my short list of countries to visit in the near future uh, the one thing I will say before I close out this uh, podcast is I will say that I've been studying Portuguese, and it has proven to be a much more difficult language to learn than I anticipated, whereas Spanish has actually become, has been fairly easy to learn and speak. And I've been quite surprised by how useful uh, speaking Spanish has become in my international travels abroad. It's typical with the closing of a podcast. I like to leave you with a little words of wisdom. And it goes a little something like deal. I Dream a World by Langston Hughes. I dream a world where man, no other man, will scorn. Where love will bless the earth and peace its path adorn. I dream a world where all will know sweet freedom's way. Where greed no longer saps the soul nor avarice blights our day. A world I dream where black or white, whatever race you be, will share the bounties of the earth and every man is free. Where wretchedness will hang its head and joy like a pearl, attend the needs of all mankind. Of such I dream my world. Hey.